Welcome to Air Crash Investigation, the podcast, the show where we dissect all things air crashes. I am your host, Sonaka Kimberley, and in this episode, our final episode of the year, we'll be going over the flight that is known as Atlantic Southeast Airlines Flight 529. So without wasting any more of your time, let us get into it. It's 8.52 here in New York. I'm Brian Bumble. We understand that there has been a plane crash on the uh, southern tip of Manhattan. U.S. Airways plane loses power and then makes an emergency landing on the Hudson River. The mystery of Malaysian Airlines Flight 37. One of the largest and safest passenger jets ever made simply disappears off the road. They're flying through, they saw flight level 100, which is 10,000 feet. I think that was a point where we went from we have some time to figure this thing out to like, we might not be able to save us ourselves. Flight 529 was a scheduled flight for the 21st of August, 1995. The flight was from Hartsfield Jackson, Atlanta International Airport, and its destination was Gulfport Biloxi International Airport in Mississippi. The aeroplane used was an Embraer EMB-120RT Brasilia. The crew. The captain of Flight 529 was Edwin Gunaway, who was 45 years old at the time of the crash. Captain Gunaway amassed a total of 9,876 flight hours, and this includes 7,374 flight hours on the Embraer Brasilia aircraft. The first officer was Matthew Warmadam, who was 28 years old at the time of the flight. In total, First Officer Warmadam had amassed a total of 1,193 flight hours, and this includes 363 hours on the Embraer Brasilia. There was only one flight attendant by the name of Robin Fetch, who was 37 years old. The Passengers In total, there were 26 passengers, and they included engineers, sheriffs, ministers, etc. The flight. Atlantic Southeast Air Flight 529 took off from Hatsfield Jackson International Airport at 23 minutes past 12 a.m. At 17 minutes to 1 p.m., Flight 529 was climbing to an altitude of 18,100 feet. At this time, the passengers heard a thud. The thud itself was the failure of a blade on the left side of the plane. Due to this, the engine and the entire wing became distorted. Even though an aeroplane with propeller engines can fly with one engine, Flight 529's wing and engine was so distorted that it resulted in a drastic loss of lift on the left side of the plane, and thus Flight 529 lost altitude fast. Captain Gunaway and First Officer Warmadam then decided to try and get back to Atlanta and make an emergency landing, but because they were losing altitude rapidly, the crew made a decision to divert to West Georgia Regional Airport. The cockpit then realized that they could not get to West Georgia Airport. So Captain Gunaway and First Officer Warmadam decided to land on a field in Carroll County, Georgia. At 8 minutes to 1 p.m., Flight 529 went into an uncontrollable dive and hit the tops of trees. Then the aircraft hit the ground nose first whilst in a left bank. Then the aeroplane skidded across the ground for a while before hitting an incline. Then Flight 529 became airborne briefly before falling back down to the ground while spinning uncontrollably. Finally, Flight 529 came to a total stop. Every passenger and crew survived the initial impact, but a fire started after the crash itself. One minute after impact, a fire started and an oxygen bottle leaked, 
which contributed to the spread of the fire. Unfortunately, Captain Gunaway and seven passengers died due to the fire and later on two succumbed to their injuries. Eight weeks after the crash, survivor Mary Jean Ada died from a heart attack. The investigation. Since the crash happened in the US, the National Transportation Safety Board was the one that investigated the crash. The most obvious cause of the crash was a propeller failure as it was discovered that one of the blades was suffering from metal fatigue. The metal fatigue itself was caused by chlorine that is used to refurbish it. Now before the accident, the failed propeller blade that was placed onto the Brasilia was sent for ultrasonic testing to check for any micro scratches and any weakening within the blade. Ultimately, the blade failed the test. And this was in May of 1994, a year before the crash. Regardless, the blade was then taken to a Hamilton Standard facility where the refurbishing of the blade took place. This too was done incorrectly. And unfortunately, in September of 1994, the blade was installed on the Embraer Brasilia aeroplane. At the end of the investigation, blame was majority put on the Hamilton Standard facility that put a broken propeller on the plane. However, the Federal Aviation Administration or FAA was also blamed for not regulating or inspecting planes thoroughly. Finally, the weather was also put as a factor that contributed to the crash. The Aftermath After the crash, First Officer Warmadam was awarded with a medallion for his role in saving the plane. Now First Officer Warmadam is flying for Express Jet Airlines. The recommendations. The obvious recommendations were that no faulty propeller blades were to be put on planes ever. Another one is that facilitating bodies such as the FAA should facilitate and regulate the assembly of propeller blades amongst other components. And finally, the maintenance of existing components should be done thoroughly and regularly. And I know that this was a short episode but it is the end of today's episode i hope you enjoyed it but i really do want to tell you something very 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 important uh if you do not like listening to podcasts like that and you just want to see it visually you want to see what i'm talking about visually we have started a new youtube channel called a crash investigation the podcast where we'll discuss these type of accidents and Basically, it's going to be a visual representation of what we talk about here. So if you like that type of stuff, you do not like to listen to podcasts like that, you like it in video form, then just go on to YouTube and type in A Crash Investigation, the podcast. But overall, thank you so much for such a magical year. You guys have changed my life. I really, really do appreciate you. And I will see you in the new year. Now we'll upload every Friday and uh, thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you next time next year. Cheers!